The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Batches. I don't have to show you any stinking boxes. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. And welcome, everybody. It's the Chris Salcedo Show. We are uh, live and, well, what is? what are we on, Wednesday? Third day in a row, we're going to be dealing with the weekend's events in Charlottesville. And I'm going to try like the Dickens tomorrow to get away from it, but today we have on the program. Now, what have you guys been told? You guys have been told, if, if you listen to CNN and the Basket of Bias Press, you are told the only hate groups out there were the white supremacists. If you listen to conservative talk radio, you were told there were multiple hate groups out there. The white supremacists, the Nazis, the KKK, Black Lives Matter, the black racists, anti-cop folks, and Antifa, the left-wing extremists who have been beating people up and burning cities down since the election of Donald Trump. Well, there was a third group out there, folks. A third group of, and I I think the president referenced them yesterday. And we will hear from one of them. That's right. CNN couldn't find them. ABC News, NBC News couldn't find them. We did. One gets the impression that perhaps the basket of biased press really wasn't looking too hard to disrupt a narrative. So we'll get into all that coming up at the Chris Salcedo Show, most likely after the flip around. Getting in touch with the show, if you want to call in, folks, is 888-900-3393, Oh, by the way, when you decry racism and bigotry and violence and hatred, You are not sticking up for white nationalists, although that's what the basket of biased press is trying to say, because Donald Trump told the truth. He was standing up for white supremacists. The Democrats now are raising money off of this. I kid you not. I kid you not. Uh, Twitter at Chris Salcedo TX, Facebook, the Chris Salcedo show on the blaze.com, the channel section. The Chris Salcedo Show. Make sure you find us. Let's get to the flip around. Why not start with Shep? Uh, why, why not make it a left-wing bias trifecta? Washington Post editorial board wrote today, President Trump must go. David Lee Miller live at Trump Tower in New York City. David Lee? Shepard, as you so rightly point out, the White House Talking Points memo is very critical of the media. The Talking Points say that the uh, media reacted with, and I quote, hysteria at the very thought that some of the counter-protesters were armed with clubs and were spoiling for a fight. Meanwhile, the Vice President, Mike Pence, is now on a tour of Latin America. All right. uh, You hear the narrative. The narrative is that uh, the president didn't tell the truth. However, we all saw it. We all know who Antifa is. We all know who Black Lives Matter is. We saw it. And today you'll hear from somebody who was there who will confirm everything the president said. But the the pushback from the Washington Post and the the biased press is basically to say, how dare you interrupt our narrative about you? With the truth. 
How dare you? Let's go to MSNBS. United States is traveling in South America, and he has been put to the test on this as well, standing up for the president. And you get a bit of a sense of how the vice president is trying to ease things uh, in this interview that he did with our colleague Pete, but of what the vice president thinks could be one of the next chapters in all of this. What happened in Charlottesville was a tragedy. And the president has been clear on this tragedy, and so have I. I spoke at length about this heartbreaking situation on Sunday night in Columbia. And I stand with the president and I stand by those words. Uh, the vice president. Uh, you got you got to love him in the face of dishonesty. I, the press is out and out lying. You got that reprobate John McCain coming out saying, oh, there's no moral equivalency. Standing up, standing up for Antifa. Standing up for Black Lives Matter. The ones who called for pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. That's who John McCain is standing up for. The man must be out of his mind. Must be out of his mind. Let's go over to CNN. Uh, they're talking about Trump's business council disbanding. A pickup in employment. You know, I made this point yesterday on on, uh, on CNN. It's worth repeating that for all the talk about how Donald Trump is, is has an anti-black agenda, this is a president who's created black jobs just in the first six months in office oh, at twice the pace that Barack Obama I'm did. I'm sorry, so, you know, God bless you, but we've been through this before. We've fact-checked the fact that Donald Trump does not deserve credit for anything good that has happened in the American <laughs> right. economy. Yeah, he doesn't get any credit for this. Right, exactly. He, how should he get credit? He was there, but I mean, he, yeah. I mean, you know, okay. the stock market didn't go through the roof the day after. Uh, oh no, actually, it did go through the roof the day after the election. Interest rates are low, and companies do share buybacks. Yeah. Oh yes, it was just a mere coincidence that after President Obama got out of the Oval Office, and the then after eight years of President Obama, he finally got it right, and then all of a sudden the stock market started to soar. I mean, what? What a bunch of tripe. There is another movement out there by left-wing extremists. They want to they want to lay down the predicate and they're openly asking the question now. Uh, should we deny racists avowed racists a platform to speak should we deny them free speech in the united states of america and there are those on the american left who are saying and have said to me on social media who have said to me on various platforms yes to hell with to hell with free speech they are openly and defiantly against American tradition saying, you know what? If you say something we don't like, you, we're, we want to empower the government to silence you. Somebody quick, get on the phone. Ask John McCain if he supports that. I'm sure he does. Leftist that he is. A word, and you guys can pass this on, to the leftist in your life or your friends who happen to be leftists. A word to the 
hardcore American liberal extremist. You wish to deny racists free speech? There it is. The age-old cry of the oppressor. You want to empower government to silence speech that you disagree with? Let me ask you a question. What happens when that government takes that power and finds your speech worthy of silencing? What do you do then? Turn to somebody to ask them to stand up for you? Well, there's nobody left. You got rid of them all. Are you so insecure that you can't righteously and freely, I might add, condemn words? Instead, like the very Nazis you claim you oppose, you'd silence free speech? Last couple days on the show, I brought up this this quote from Mark Twain. It's apropos here. It's best to be thought a fool than to open your mouth and confirm it. John McCain could could use those sage words quite often in his public life. You see, I favor folks letting the racist fools open their mouths so the cacophony of good-hearted folks in America can decry and marginalize their words and ignorant values. I believe those who are against racism and hate and bigotry, they're on the right side of history. I believe that with all my heart. But if you advocate thug tactics to silence others you disagree with, you make them martyrs. And the thing about martyrs is, folks, they can't be silenced. I'll be back in a minute. Keep up with the Chris Salcedo Show on Facebook and on Twitter at Chris Salcedo TX. Just another way to stay in touch with Chris on the Blaze Radio Network. Salcedo is on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three-888-900-3393. It was live yesterday, right here on this program. Uh, President Trump's response, combative press conference. We'll, we'll replace some of that so we can make some further points we didn't get a chance to make yesterday, but want to get to the phones first to White Plains, New York, our, our buddy Rich. Hey Rich, welcome back. Hey Chris, how you doing? Doing well, sir. What's on your mind? I just, I just want to give you props for being one of the only people to come out with the correct and accurate narrative of what took place in Charlottesville, and that would be that there was a legitimate protest against the left. And, Chris, you know me. <clears throat> I'm no Trump fan, but I was yesterday, and w- when he came out in that press conference, he, he affirmed your position. You should be proud that you were one of the first and only people, okay, to come out with that uh, absolutely accurate and correct narrative. Well, I think I think Limbaugh and, uh, uh, came out with it too. But I mean, but look, uh, and, and just understand, coming up later this hour, Rich, we're going to talk with a guy 
Remember, uh, Trump is being criticized for talking about the good people who were out there. Well, the good people were the ones who just said, hey, man, I'm not racist. I just don't want to tear down monuments. We are going to hear from a group of people who got between these these hate groups, the white supremacists and Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Uh, They got between that. Now, despite John McCain is a fool, John McCain and Mitt Romney are idiots for getting out there and saying that Antifa is not a hate group, that Black Lives Matter is not a hate group. They are they are wrong. They are liars and they deserve to be uh, decried for that. uh, Number one. But anyway, this other group we're going to talk to. This guy says he was out there. He's got video that we just posted up on the Chris Salcedo show Facebook page that shows the video he was taking. And he says, man. Not only do we feel duped by the racists who put on the Unite the Right because there's nothing right wing about being racist, but he says he he basically is going to tell us, because I did a pre-interview last night, he's going to tell us that the Charlottesville police set this up for a confrontation and basically surrounded the uh, the, the white supremacists with leftist hate groups. And it's and they set it up for a brawl. And that's what that's what we're going to be told, Rich. But, man, I appreciate the kind words. Well, yeah. Hey, Chris, just uh, just to make another point, and this is a significant point. These statues that they're tearing down are not on public property illegally, unlike the case the ACLU made against Judge Roy Moore to have the Ten Commandments removed. You know, pretty lame argument. You know, wasn't bothering anybody, but they cited, you know, separation of church and say these these statues are not there illegally. This is just somebody's opinion of something that shouldn't be there. Now, now I say let's take it to a referendum, and I want to give you an example of what referendums will reveal. Thirty-three out of thirty-three states voted down gay marriage when they let the people vote on it. Okay, it's the politicians and the activists who are getting these ridiculously progressive things done. I, I well, I well, I don't agree. I disagree with what you're what you're uh, what you're saying. Uh, yeah, Rich, I we we're going to work very hard, at least in this in this arena, to make sure that people get the full story, not the not the one third of the story that's being told by the press, not. Uh, two-thirds of the story being told by most conservatives but the full story so thank you man i appreciate it let's get out to nevada jezebel welcome to chris salcedo show glad you tuned in hey chris first off i just want to say thank you for being my voice you know every now and then i got to step away from the radio because i just become so outraged at what has become of our country and you just have a way of putting everything so eloquently and i want to thank you for that Now, I was outraged a few months back when I first heard of all this, had to step away for a little bit, and then I come back, and I'm outraged at what this has become. And my question is, now, I heard briefly this morning on the news that the young lady that actually took down the statue has been arrested, correct? Well, you're talking about Durham. You're talking about the the incident in Durham. There are multiple arrests that are being attempted right now in Durham, uh, uh, I'm talking was, about the one that actually took down the statue. Some right, young it, it, lady. Yeah, that's in Durham. Okay. That, that was that was in right. Durham. Well, no, Charlottesville's different. Charlottesville was where the, the the lady lost her life, courtesy of the white the Nazi sympathizer that was behind the wheel. Uh, okay, I, that 
Yeah, okay. so that, that, there's it a couple of issues going on here. And by the way, in I think it was in Virginia. Was it in Virginia last night? Under the under the uh, the darkness of night, uh, they removed Confederate statues. Okay, and my big thing was the gal, the, the young lady that was arrested. I heard briefly this morning on the news that she's being charged because it's a federal crime to deface the statue. Is what I heard. Is that information correct? Uh, I, I, I am not familiar with, I know the Durham statue is a store. I'm not sure if it's in a, is a designated historical monument at the very least it's vandalism at, at the very least it's public vandalism, which is still illegal. Uh, so either that, or if it was designated a federal memorial, then yeah, she's in heap big trouble. And then my question is, I, I'm sorry. Like I said, every now and again, I step away. Who made this decision to remove these statues? Was that at a local level? Uh, nobody, nobody has made a decision yet. But there, 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 there are some. Well, the ones in Virginia, I'm sure, were, cited, were decided by local, uh, local city councils, and and, and it, wh- whoever has jurisdiction over the statues are making these choices. But the left has tar- uh, for 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 decades. These statues have existed, and nobody's cared because they were historical, historical landmarks, and they were historical monuments. Now, all of a sudden, since the American left is having a tizzy fit because of the election of Donald Trump, now. And whatever they say needs to be removed, it must be removed or they're going to riot or they're going to burn things down. Or if it's free speech, like on college campuses, they're going to burn things down and riot. This is this is just the new normal. And there are a whole bunch of governments and political people who want to give into this nonsense. I am so sick and tired of the disrespect that President Trump has received. I am so sick of the Republican Party, all of them, that it's pretty much made me come to the conclusion that I'm just going to have to vote for Trump again. So these people can realize we're not messing around. I have pure faith in President Trump, and I wish him the very best. Chris, i got to get down the road. I want to thank you for your time and keep up the great work. Thank you. Thank you, Jezebel. Uh, that, that was a great call. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. From Nevada, folks. Uh, and we're going to be taking your phone calls on this, folks, if you want to, especially after you hear what Lee, that's the, the name we're going to use for him, Lee has to say. And I'll give you guys a little bit of background. Lee traveled from the state of Texas to Charlottesville. And uh, he thought it was a, a demonstration to oppose the removal of Confederate monuments, of national monuments that had been set up, historical monuments. You guys know how I feel about this already. That tearing down these statues, tearing down America's history, the good, the bad, and the ugly, is tantamount to book burning. And those who were in Durham lived up to their fascist roots, their Nazi roots. Don't forget the Nazis, folks, were socialists. Of the left, they were socialists. Very idea that Nazis are somehow uh, the purview of the right in this country is absolutely patently absurd and doesn't meet with doesn't meet with common sense and doesn't meet with uh, what actually happened. All right, coming up, we'll have uh, our interview with Lee, and we'll get your calls in as well. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three eight 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 nine zero zero three three nine three. We'll also revisit with the president had to say yesterday here on the Chris Salcedo show on the blaze.
You're listening to The Chris Salcedo Show. Part of Generation Blaze. On the Blaze Radio Network. Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's Chris Salcedo Show. Let me let me review yesterday what has the basket of bias press all in a tizzy. Donald Trump, and I think it's fair to ca- categorize it a, a combative press conference. And the reason why the basket of bias press, I believe, took offense to it was because he dared to go against their established narrative, which was there is nobody worse than a white racist, even if it's a black racist. Black Lives Matter is a black racist group. Do I do I really have to play the sound bites for you? Pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. Time to, to take out white cops. Time to take out. Well, might as well. I mean, I, I might as well because, you know, uh, the Shep Smiths of the world who have never heard of King Noble, a, one of the leaders of Black Lives Matter. Uh, Shep Smith will get out there and say, oh, yeah, no, Black Lives Matter just to cut a bunch of cuddly fuzzballs. We live in a time where the white man will be picked off and there's nothing he can do about it. His day is up. His time is up. We will witness more executions and killing of white people and cops than we ever had before. We see with the Houston, Texas shooting and we see with the news reporting shooting in Virginia. It's about to go down. It's open season on killing white people and crackers. Yeah, uh, Shep Smith, I'm sure, that, I'm sure that's Shepard Smith's idea of warm, love, loving, and cuddly. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with threatening the death of cops, right, Shep Smith? Right, CNN? Right, ABC, NBC, and C? Nothing wrong with that. That's not hate. That's uh, justice, right? Social justice. That's what we call it, right? What about this? Social justice, right? There's nothing wrong with that. That's not hateful, right? Threatening to take out and kill cops? That's your Black Lives Matter. Antifa. Showing up on college campuses, beating people up with whom they politically disagree, wearing masks, carrying clubs, using pepper spray, silencing free speech of conservatives, burning down cities like Ferguson and Baltimore. I mean, that's just that's just love, right, Shep Smith? That's just love. That's not hate, right? Wrong. Black Lives Matter and Antifa are just the same as white supremacists, KKK, Nazis, just the same. Flip sides of the same hateful coin. Trump yesterday trying to educate the basket of bias press on that. And you have uh, you, you had a group on one side that was bad and you had a group on the other side that was also very violent. 
and nobody wants to say that, but I'll say it right now. You had a group, you had a group on the other side that came charging in without a permit, and they were very, very violent. I've condemned neo-Nazis. I've condemned many different groups, but not all of those people were neo-Nazis. You're going to hear from some of them, one of them, who was not a neo-Nazi, who was part of a multiracial group who went against the liberal orthodoxy, committed the sin of being against liberal progressive snowflakes who are now triggered by civil war monuments. That's their only sin. Again, multiracial. They just don't like the idea of ripping down history. Does that make one hateful, Shepard Smith? Does that make one hateful, you folks over at CNN? Well, then I guess I guess your liberty loving Latino here might be hateful because I think that taking ripping down historical markers is tantamount to book burning. We're neo-Nazis. Believe me, not all of those people were white supremacists by any stretch. Those people were also there because they wanted to protest the taking down of a statue, Robert E. Lee. So excuse me. And you take a look at some of the groups and you see and you know it if you were honest reporters, which in many cases you're not. But oh, is that true? Many of those people were there to protest the taking down of the statue of Robert E. Lee. So this week, it's Robert E. Lee. I noticed that Stonewall Jackson's coming down. I wonder, is it George Washington next week? And is it Thomas Jefferson the week after? You know, you, all, you really do have to ask yourself, where does it stop? It's not going to, ladies and gentlemen. Those under the cover of the biased press, under the Democrat Party, and the likes of Mitt Romney and John McCain. They have already targeted Jefferson monuments, George Washington monuments. They're already, they're already being pressured and targeted to remove them because they were slave owners. Basically ridding America of our founding fathers and thus the founding principles of this country. <laughs> Even some of those founding fathers who were fighting even in their day to rid this country of the cancer of slavery. Uh, We'll hear from a guy who didn't think it was a good idea to rip down a national monument. He was one of the folks, one of the good people that Donald Trump was referencing yesterday in his in his press conference. It's coming up next on the Chris Salcedo show. I'll be right back. Keep up with the Chris Salcedo Show on Facebook and on Twitter at Chris Salcedo TX. Just another way to stay in touch with Chris on the Blaze Radio Network. Taking in a little Latin flair with Chris Salcedo on the Blaze Radio Network. It bears up uh, pointing out a couple of things. First off, I got something on Twitter here uh, from one of you who, uh, and it kind of dovetails what my opening monologue was about. First, they came for the socialists. And I didn't speak out because I wasn't a socialist. And they came for the unionists. I didn't speak out because they, I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews. I didn't speak out because I wasn't a Jew. Then they came for me. And there was no one left to speak up for me. It's exactly the road the the left is taking us down. Another one of you also reminded me that all of these memorials 
to the Confederacy, to those who die, these historical memorials were erected by Democrats. As, of course, the South secessionists were the Democrat Party. The, the militant arm of the Democrat Party was the KKK. Speaking of which, did you guys hear? Mayor of Dallas wants to take down some Confederate monuments in that city. <laughs> uh, he, you know what? It, where, where it's going now, it, there is some question as to whether Dallas was named after somebody of racist repute. Uh, Houston certainly is. So uh, if, if these left-wing politicians want to go through changing all the names of all the cities named after Confederates, uh, send the bill to Antifa. Send the bill to Mayor Mike Rawlings' personal account so he can pay for all the changing of the letterhead, so he can pay for all of the stuff that he is advocating. Uh, I'm about done. So if they, if they want to go down this road, great. Go ahead. Go ahead and do it. Change the city of Dallas's name. Change Houston's name. But send the bill for all the changing of the letterhead and all this kind of stuff and all the maps. Send it to Antifa. Send it to Black Lives Matter. And send it to Democrat lawmakers all over this country. Because the, the taxpayers should not shoulder the burden for this idiocy. Let's talk about, speaking of idiocy, there was a lot of that going on in Charlottesville, was it not? You've been told by the biased press that only white racists were out there. You've been told by conservatives that, yes, there were white racists and there were leftist extremists and black racists, Black Lives Matter and others. What you've not been told is there's there was a third group and Donald Trump referenced it yesterday in a, in, in a very combative press conference. Saying there were some people out there who just didn't think it's a good idea to tear down national monuments. Now, we are going to talk to somebody who says he was part of that that group of very small group and maybe not well represented there. But they were there, according to our guest, for for, for fear of left wingers. And their violent reprisals that we have seen on display for months now. Uh, we're only going to use his first name. Lee, welcome to the Chris Salcedo Show. Hello. Thank you. Sir, you traveled from the state of Texas to Charlottesville for the Unite the Right protest. Now, in our pre-interview, you, you said you were with a group of multiracial folks. Uh, describe the, 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 the makeup of your group racially. Uh, racially, we have uh, uh, Hispanics and uh, African Americans, um, some that are uh, of mixed races. But uh, the one thing that we all shared is that you know we're American civic nationalists, and and we want what's best for America. So uh, that was the the makeup of us and uh, how we arrived there. Now, last night you told me that you felt your group as you left the violence and chaos, which I'm going to allow you to paint a better picture of that in a moment. But when you left the violence and the chaos, you guys felt somewhat duped. Why? Well, it definitely wasn't as it was advertised. When you see, you know, a flyer or a headline and you see Unite the Right and there's some speakers that are there and it says that it's, uh, you know, to save the monument, to keep it from being taken down, you obviously think that you're attending a rally that uh, they are protecting those monuments. Um, and whenever we got there, there were a lot of other unsavory groups that were around, Um and, you know, they have a right to assemble. They have a right to say those things and to say what they want. Uh, but to our understanding, there was going to be some sort of a filter there. 
And, uh, you know, it could have definitely been just because of the leftist groups and the aggression that they were displaying right off the bat that kind of sparked all of this. But I would definitely say that, you know, there was uh, uh, I felt duped. You know, it, it kind of seemed as if they were already set uh, to kind of sparks, you know, I, I wouldn't say spark it off, but definitely uh, uh, instigate things. Well, you know, uh, lesson learned because, you know, we come down quite, quite frequently on the biased press for alleging that there is something conservative or right wing about racists, about white racists. And nothing can be further from the truth. Uh, you guys fell into it. And these white racists are adopting that language too. these these reprobate thugs uh, who are coming out and saying that they are part of the right. And a lesson learned for you guys, there is nothing conservative about uh, about sure. racism. Aliyah is our guest right now, folks. He was with a group who traveled to Charlottesville, was there when the chaos broke out. I want you to paint a picture for the folks of how this was all staged by the Charlottesville police. Now, we know that their uh, their deputy mayor is a left wing extremist. And Absolutely. we we are told we, we have been told and they try to tamp this down that it was the constabulary there in Charlottesville that actually set up the stage for this conflict to happen. Will you walk us through the way it was staged and, uh, and give us your perspective? Absolutely. So, um, whenever we, we had arrived, uh, we were told that there was a parking area, um, and, and we marked it on GPS, all that good stuff. We arrived. And, uh, as soon as we got there, uh, they had that parking area shut down and security was all over the place and said, no, you have to park somewhere else. So, uh, we found another place to park, which is a public parking lot. And um, as we parked, we noticed right away, looking around, that it kind of seemed like we were right in the, the snake's den. And uh, we, uh, so we parked, and as we got out and we started walking through the streets, making our way to Lee Park, we were, again, noticing that there was a lot of Black Lives Matter flags, uh, the Antifa flags, and, and everyone that kind of represents those things. And this was at about 9.30 a.m., and uh, so as we start walking towards the park, you know, we're encountering uh, very aggressive people. Uh, they're posturing everything about them. They knew right away that we were patriots and they were. Were they us. were they armed with uh, with uh, anything like clubs or bats or, or things like that? Were they masked? Were they were their faces in full view? What 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 were they that's, what were they doing? So that that's that's a great question. Uh of them did have masks, and we were under the impression that that is a felony in the state of Virginia. Uh, and they were able to walk around with their faces fully covered, looking like ninjas. And uh, yes, they did. They had their flags. They had, uh, you know, a, a broomstick, a, a, a one by two, something along those lines that had, you know, zip tied black cloths to them. And, uh, you know, they were trying to claim that they were a flag, but they weren't a flag. It was obviously a weapon to them. And, uh, you know, they were bouncing them off the street, you know, as we were walking by yelling, screaming, cussing all the above. So, uh, we make our way through and now, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, want, I don't want to lose on this. So you, the way this was staged is that the Charlottesville police, uh, the, 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 the legal protest by the, the, the left or the, uh, the Nazis, the white supremacists were in the middle of this park. And then the police staged all the opposition groups around 
so that anybody that wanted to make their way to protest the taking down of the monument would have to go through the, the leftist, violent BLM, Antifa crowds. Is that correct? That is absolutely correct. They were on uh, the, the only thing that was separating uh, Lee Park was one city block. So uh, on the left and on the right, uh, there was Antifa and Black Lives Matter where they were assembling and coming together at the parking lot that we parked at. And, right. We're going to get uh, into the we're going to get into the violence uh, when we come back, Lee, uh, and what you saw and what you experienced. Uh, I'm going to hold you over past the the news break here, folks. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. That's the phone number. Triple eight nine hundred three three nine three. When we come back, we'll hear the the rest of the story from Lee, and then we'll get you guys' reaction. This seems to indicate that Donald Trump was right. It wasn't just white supremacists out there. There were white supremacists. There were other hate groups, BLM and Antifa. And there were some folks just protesting the removal of a monument. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Batches. I don't have to show you how to stinking batches. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back, everybody. It's Chris Salcedo Show. I'm glad you have tuned into the program. Uh, let's continue our conversation with Lee. He was. Uh, he says he was part of a group. Uh, multiracial group that traveled to Charlottesville to protest the taking down of a historical monument. They they say they're not racist. They're made up, uh, according to Lee, of blacks, uh, Latinos and whites and Asians. Uh, Lee, there were some questions uh, in the break that arose that some folks wanted you to clarify. You said that you didn't know you felt kind of duped and you didn't know what this unite the right thing was all about. Where did you get your information from? Because if if you saw all of the, the white supremacist websites, which I don't go to, I, I had to be educated that there was there was such a thing because I despise white racists. Um, where did you get your information from? So <clears throat> our information was coming from the page and a, a number of friends that were in other states. And of course, like just like you, you know, it's not something that I'm surfing on the Web every day. So. Uh, I seen the speakers. I recognized a couple of the names. Other than that, you know, I didn't know a whole lot about them. Um, and one of the things that was really shocking to, to me is whenever we were there, uh, one of the names that I think everyone knows, which is David Duke, just popped up in the crowd. And uh, so at that point, you know, it was it was already we were there and it was already done and it was our the chaos was already taking place. Right. Well, so when when you guys when your group found out that David Duke was there, uh, uh, pretending to be a con- uh, pretending to represent at all the the right or the all uh, the unite the right, what was what was the reaction among your group? We looked at each other like, okay. <laughs> I mean, it was it was definitely a, a shock. Uh, it 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 was a, a knee jerk reaction, like wow. And, and I'll be honest, there's there it, it, it pulled in some very unsavory people that were arriving. And because of how we had to come into the event, it wasn't like we were running away saying, get away from us. It was you were very had to be very calculated because the only exit that 
there was out of the park was the same one that you came into. Um, and that was literally going directly through all the leftists, all the violent leftists that were there. And, um, you know, we even went back and started looking and there was no mention of David Duke being there. And some of these other groups that, uh, were there, um, they were even, you know, told that they weren't going to speak like that. They could not be there. And that's where we assumed, okay, there's going to be a filter there. If these people aren't, you know, if they're not going to be speaking, uh, and what Kessler, Jason Kessler, uh, had said that it was about the monument, preserving the monument, not wanting to tear it down. Uh, and it's just like you said on your, your lead in, you know, they've, they've been doing it here in Texas. And, uh, that's why we knew of it is because, you know, as a group, we're looking around, looking at these monuments, these people are American heroes, they're American veterans. And, uh, you know, that's why it's so important to us is is if we start erasing our past uh, and erasing our history, then we lose who we are as a people, as a as a culture. And uh, so, you know, it was, well, I don't you know, look, I, I, I recognize the Confederacy for what it was. I would I have never classified the Confederacy as heroic, but I would say that uh, according to one of our great presidents, Abraham Lincoln, they were all Americans. They didn't have the right to secede from the Union. And so everyone who died in that war was an American. A lot of these markers are there to commemorate the war dead. And when you when you start taking down historical monuments, in my mind, that's uh, that's every bit as awful as uh, book burning uh, that, right. that happened. Uh, and again, uh, it, it bears pointing out that Nazis are socialists. Uh, they uh, it, it is sad to see left wingers out there, by the way, in Durham, folks, they're being arrested now for their vandalism, tearing down a historical monument. Now they're being arrested because it's it's illegal to do that. I wanted to get that in there as well. Um, when the chaos broke out, when the fighting started, uh, what did you guys do? Uh, at that point, you know, w- when we got there, it was 930. We made our way through. It was relatively peaceful um, other than the normal chants and, and things along those lines. And we were already in the barricaded area. And, uh, you know, it was it was calm. We were just kind of looking around and it just quickly started to escalate. And I mean, every every five minutes, it, more and more people were coming in. The space that was in there began to uh, fill up very quickly. Uh, it was so packed inside the, the area that the police had set up. I would say it was, you know, 25, 30 yards square. Uh, is it your belief? Over. Is it your belief that the Charlottesville police set this up to uh, to be a confrontation? Uh, it, it, have you and, and what do you base that experience on? Have you been to other protests where police operated differently? I have, I've, uh, you know, here in Austin, Texas and Dallas in Houston. Uh, and, and this here was definitely set up by the police department. They knew exactly what was going to happen. They only allowed entry in from one direction and they had every street blocked off for three blocks, one way, three blocks, another way. So six, six blocks, it was blocked off and you could not go any other direction, but directly into where you would, uh, encounter, uh, violence and confrontation and now, um well one I, of I one have... of your one of your members mm-hmm. was was pictured by the uh by the twp the uh was it the traditionalist workers party the nazis folks that's who they are they're nazis he was black and when when the punches started flying and the club started swinging on both sides violence from both the left and these white supremacists uh you guys had to go into a, a defensive stance right away 
and there was a describe the moment that picture was taken and then we'll we'll this is an odd story folks i'm still at this point not even quite sure what to make of it but <laughs> what 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 happened when it really when when you guys realized it was on what did you guys do so when we realized right away that it was on uh was when the uh, Black Lives Matter and Antifa somehow had military and police grade CS canisters. Uh, it's not like something you can pick up at the hardware store uh, or, the, you know, the, the surplus store. So how they got those is is a good question. And um, so once those started flying, we knew right away. And especially when the police just disappeared, they were there, then they were gone. And then they came over the uh, uh, bullhorn and said, you, you've got to get out of here. You have 10 minutes uh, to leave the area. Less than one minute later, they said, you have five minutes to leave the area or we will arrest all of you. And keep in mind, there is only one way in and only one way out. So you're getting 150, 200 people out a, uh, a, a, an opening that's the size of a subway uh, uh, entrance, you know, the, the, the turner that you walk through. And uh, so everybody that we were with we we grabbed onto one another and the uh all the guys that were dressed with the white shirts they basically went and just started plowing through uh they started making a hole and they were creating a line between uh the people that were attending and the leftists and mace was flying they were throwing bottles filled with acid they were throwing balloons filled with urine uh balloons filled with paint and what smelt like Drano. Um, I mean, uh, bricks, anything that would, would cause harm. And uh, one of our, one of, one of my friends, they turned around and they stood the line and they, he filled the hole and was literally pushing these people back. And he was just getting knocked and hit the whole time. Now he was, and, a, he, uh, is a, he is a black man, correct? That is, that is correct. Now he was featured yeah. on the Nazis website and uh, paraphrase, uh, if you can, what what the Nazis said about uh, about your black friend, they uh, they basically stated that they wanted to make it absolutely clear that the African-American man that stood the line and helped them uh, defend against the left, le- le- radical leftist violence that they that he had earned their respect. Uh, and that they are pro-white and man. this, that and the other. And but in, in that sense, on that day. Whoever you were, you, you, you have our respect. <laughs> wow. I, 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 man, I don't even know. I mean, what, what, what did you, did you talk to your friend? What, what did he think about getting praise by Nazis? He was worried. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I bet you he was, <laughs> but it's, folks. And, uh, and the reason why we illustrate that story and, and telling you this story is because it's not as cut and dry as you've been lied to by the basket of biased press. There was more going on out there than you've been told. And yes. uh, 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 Lee, I appreciate uh, the, the information. Now, you're going to send the show pictures and videos so you can confirm that you were actually there. And we'll post it up on the Chris Salcedo Show Facebook page later today. Telephone numbers 888 888-900-3393. 888-900-3393. Your reaction to what you just yes. heard. Coming up, the Chris Salcedo Show on The Blaze. Salcedo Show. The Blaze Radio Network.
Chris Salcedo Show. Listen. Dial. Speak. 888-900-3393. All right, folks. Uh, I'm glad we weren't the only ones to notice about both sides uh, being at at fault for hate yesterday. Uh, we said that yesterday, but over the weekend is when, of course, when Charlottesville took place. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, as I've been telling you guys the last couple of days, I'm a huge allergy sufferer. And it's really bad in, in spring and the fall, believe it or not. And uh, I did pass it on to my kids. So when, when we forget to change our filters and our HVAC system, uh, heating and, and air conditioning system, uh, that means we start to feel pretty lousy. And, and, and the only time I remember, it's like, oh, man, why do, I, why do I feel so crummy? Oh, yeah, it's been over three months since I've changed my air filter. So I've always had a problem remembering, but not anymore, because I found a place called filterby.com. Now I can set it and forget it with filterby.com's automatic delivery system. I never have to worry again about remembering to, to replace those filters because new filters show up on my doorstep every three months per my instruction. When you sign up for auto delivery, they give you a discount too. That's pretty cool. Filterby.com, you can stop going to the big box stores. It's a thing of the past for you now. No looking for that magic number or on the messy shelves there in the store. No reading reviews online trying to figure out what a Merv is or an NPR is. Filterby.com. They show you the filter that your house is going to need and then ships that filter, however many it need, within 24 hours. Oh, by the way, shipping is free. And for you businesses out there, I know you guys are saddled with it. Every single time you guys have to change filters, you're changing multiple filters. You know, sometimes, you know, four or five, ten. At filterby.com, you have to worry about the supply of filters taking up storage space in, in your storage room because they will deliver on every three months, like you're supposed to, new filters for you. Swap them out, throw the old ones away. Uh, slam, bam, thank you, ma'am. You're all done. So when was the last time you changed your HVAC filters, folks? Experts suggest you do this every two to three months. So get to filterby.com. Get any size, no matter how weird, outdated it seems to you, at the best price, shipped to you for free within 24 hours. Made in the USA. It's a no-brainer when you go with filterby.com. I got to tell you, the fact that they are online, I, I am doing the bulk, the bulk, even my grocery shopping these days, online. It is a godsend. And I'm finally... I'm glad we finally find some home improvement stuff that is um, online. Telephone numbers at 888-900-3393, 888-900-3393, the Chris Salcedo Show. Now, what I meant, yesterday I made mention that America was caught between these extremists, these hate-filled extremists. Um, on one side, you got these. And you know what? I, I got email on this, so I might as well address this. Uh, I said I despise white racists, <laughs> and I do. But I, but I despise all racists. That's why I despise Black Lives Matter. That's why I despise all hate. That's why I despise Antifa. I despise those who suppress freedom of speech. That's why I despise Antifa. I despise enemies of liberty and freedom. That's why I despise Antifa. So, uh, you know, we, we've been pretty active uh, on the show on Twitter, and there is a, a courageous left-winger who never uses his real name. <laughs> that's, their, that's, that's the courage of the left. Um, 
And I asked, you know, what, why, why are you defending racists? Black Lives Matter. Uh, what, what, what part of Black Lives Matter in Antifa do you support? Is it the killing of cops? The killing of whites? What do you support about Antifa? The, the suppression of free speech? The violence? The threats? The intimidation? Is that what you support? Now, there are a lot of lefties out there who will, on the threats and intimidation thing, they'll say, yeah, we dig that. We love threats and intimidation. That's how we get people. And, you know, and we, we can empower government to do it for us. Give us what we want. That's what a lot of these leftists love. They, they love this stuff. By the way, city of Seattle, city of Arlington, Virginia, they have statues of uh, Lenin, Vladimir Lenin, in their cities. One of those coming down. When, when is the father of communism and ideology responsible for the death of millions? Tens of millions across the globe. When do they come down? Oh, no, they get, they get to stay up because guess what? The left wing adores those SOBs. The leftists, the, the Democrat Party and the extremist left wing are buddies on Twitter. The leftists on Twitter, they adore themselves some Vladimir uh, Lenin and Karl Marx. They dig that stuff, the all-powerful state. Hoorah, they say. These people that you're listening to in the basket of biased press and you're seeing on Twitter, they don't despise hate. They don't despise violence. They only despise hate and violence that isn't working for them. Here on the Chris Salcedo Show, we despise it all because it's anti-American and it's anti-freedom. That goes for the KKK and it goes for Black Lives Matter. It goes for white supremacists and it goes for Antifa. And one lefty actually tried to jump onto Twitter and tell me, Antifa is there standing against racism. Screw you. Do your homework. Do your homework and see what Antifa stands for. They're the ones who show up in masks and prevent free speech on college campuses. They're the ones who burn things down on college campuses when they don't get their way. Who riot. Who set businesses on fire. Who make people afraid cower in the corner in their own communities because Antifa's on the job. Get real. Somebody who did was our buddy uh, Ben Shapiro, Jewish man, uh, who wrote, uh, it's, it's, it's a great, it's a great piece. The, o- the only thing I have a dispute with is this term alt-right because I think that there are Republicans who are stupid to buy into this label. There's nothing right wing about, about racism. Nothing at all. Zero in common. The conservative doctrine doesn't even address race. Doesn't even look at race. It, it doesn't even factor into conservative calculus. You know what? All these these flipping white supremacists, I didn't know who they were from Adam. I had to look them up. 
I had, because you know what? I just don't swing in those circles. And nobody I know swings in those circles who are conservative. And yes, and conservative and white. What's this douchebag's name? Spencer? (laughs) No idea who the hell he is. But there are those on the left who are just the flip side of that same coin who do follow. Uh, I'll, we'll read a little bit of Ben Shapiro's piece coming up. Again, it's, it's, it's got a creative title. Antifa and the alt-right. And again, don't like the only criticism I have is the, the use of alt-right. Antifa and alt-right. Twin cancers eating America. Oh, brilliant, Ben Shapiro. Back in a minute, the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The Chris Salcedo Show, part of Generation Blaze, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Salcedo. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's look, the intellectual dishonesty out there. It is purposeful, and it's so transparent to me. I tweeted out to the president of the United States today. You know, he came, he attacked Amazon. Did you guys see that? He tweeted out about Amazon. Amazon puts people out of jobs. And I said, with all due respect, Mr. President, Amazon competes. Amazon has a better business model. You want to bash Jeff Bezos because he owns the Washington Post, then go after the damned Washington Post and their biased reporting. But don't sit there and bash Amazon, who comes up with a superior business model, and is kicking the ass of brick and mortars all over this country. They're competing. Don't kick them in the groin simply because you have a beef with Jeff Bezos. Now, you guys are probably going, wait a minute, Chris is criticizing the president? Of course I am. When he steps out of line with my conservative point of view, I'm going to criticize him. We did so when he was blaming businesses for fleeing America's oppressive tax system. Don't blame the businesses. Change the damn tax system. It's oppressive. It's mindless. It's stupid. Change it. They are reacting to mindless bureaucrats in Washington, D.C. They are driving businesses off of our soil. By God, Donald Trump, don't blame them. So when the president does step out of line with my conservatism, of course I'm going to call him on it. Of course I will. But by and large, for his first months in office, this president has been stellar in fulfilling conservative principles. The Senate can't say it. And the House can barely lay claim to it. And that's that's the truth. So when the president gets up there yesterday and 
tells the truth and is blasted because, well, to be quite frank, it spoils left-wing wet dreams and never-Trumper wet dreams. Sorry, don't give a damn. Can't help you. I'm not going to lie and say that something something wasn't going on when I know it damn well was because I saw it on TV. I saw the video. And I know the groups involved. I will not suspend telling you the truth as I see it simply because I hate somebody or their policies. They don't really hate anybody. Obama really pushed the envelope for me. <laughs> that guy, because he was harming me and my family with his oppressive policies. But I, when I criticized Obama, I criticized his policies. You didn't hear me talking about the way he looked. Yeah, I mocked his speech, but you know what? I imitated his speech. I wasn't mocking him. I was a clerk. I, that was, you, you, unless you're unique, you can't be imitated. So maybe take it as a compliment. But all of my objections to Obama were policy-based. All of them. There was no, you know what? Of all the guys, you know, I, to this day, I'd still like to sit down and have a beer with, with resident Obama. And one, one of my first questions out of my mouth is like, do you believe all that leftist crap that you spew? That'd be the first question on my mouth. Do you, do you believe all that crap that you spew? Or are you just fundraising? What, what is it? You know, why, why did you think that the terrorists in Iran deserved our taxpayer money? Oh, I'd have tons of questions for him. Just, just me and him. Not even an interview on the radio. Just me and him. Because I like to see what makes anti-Americans tick. I'm curious. I really am. Let's get out to Ben's piece. Uh, Antifa and what he calls the alt-right. Two tw twin cancers eating America. Uh, America has cancer. On Saturday, writes Ben Shapiro, crowd of alt-right white supremacists, neo-Nazi or neo-Confederates and Nazi sympathizers marched in Charlottesville, Virginia. They were confronted by a large group of protesters, including members of Marxists Antifa, a group that has time and time again plunged uh, plunged volatile situations into violence from Sacramento to Berkeley. There's still no certain knowledge of who began the violence, but before long, the sides had broken into the sort of brutal scrum that used to characterize Weimar-era Germany. Two sides then carried the red banner and the swastika. So did the combatants on Saturday. The Nazi, so you see what he's, what he's setting up. Uh, Soviets versus Nazis in Germany. Oddly enough, both socialists. Oddly enough, both of the left wing. Isn't it funny that left-wingers, whenever you look at the left-wingers in history, whether it be the Castro regime, the Nazi socialists in Germany, or the communists in the Soviet Union, or the current communists in China, the socialists in Venezuela, they're all left-wing. 
They're all anti-freedom. They're all anti-liberty. The most murderous regimes in human history are of the left. Are liberals. <gasps> That's a hateful thing to say. I want to silence your speech. <laughs> then a Nazi sympathizing alt-right 20-year-old Ohioan plowed his car into a crowd of protesters, killing one and injuring 19. President of the United States promptly failed egregiously to condemn alt-right racism. Instead, he opted to milk t- uh, uh, for a milquetoast statement condemning hatred, bigotry, and violence on many sides. See, and I'd, I'll disagree with Ben right there. It wasn't milk toast. It covered everything. <laughs> it covered it all. See, unlike some out there in the basket of biased press, I think those who hate whites are just as bad as those who hate blacks. I do. I do. And I think those who hate Latinos are just as bad as those who hate whites. I do. See, racist doesn't just apply to white folks. Racist means you hate somebody because of their race. It doesn't matter who you hate. Racist. And I oppose them. And they're all equally evil. Equally evil. Yes, Black Lives Matter is a racist movement. The left leapt into action, declaring Trump's statement utterly insignificant, uh, insufficient, which, of course, it was, which I disagree with. Ben. Now, now, you guys got to understand about Ben. He's a never-Trumper, okay? Uh, but they then went further, declaring that Antifa was entirely innocent, despite Antifa's launching into violence against pro-Trump marchers in Seattle over the weekend as they have in Sacramento and Berkeley, berating New York Times journalist Cheryl Gay Stolberg for having the temerity to report that the hard left seemed as hate-filled as the alt-right and suggesting that all conservatives, that not, that, and suggesting that all conservatives were at root sympathizers with a Nazi-friendly alt-right. And so here we stand. On the one side, a racist identity politics left dedicated to the proposition that white people are in innate beneficiaries of privilege and therefore must be excised from political power. On the other side, a reactionary racist identity politics alt-right dedicated to the proposition that white people are innate victims of the social justice class and therefore must regain political power through race group solidarity. None of, this is new, none of this is new, of course. The left has engaged in identity politics since the 1960s, engaged in heavy violence in the late 1960s and early 1970s. White supremacist movement has been with us since the founding of the republic. But both movements had been steadily shrinking until the last few years. And this is where Ben and I coalesce. He's absolutely right. We had... When America was united, we had relegated these idiots, marginalized them nearly to the ash heap of history. Now, despite what you've been told by the basket of biased press, <laughs> racism has been rightly and sufficiently marginalized in this country. And so too had reverse racism. So too had the 
white supremacy movement. But they're being reborn. And they're being reborn because of. Now, now I want you guys to hear me. They're being reborn because of social justice. Social justice says that you are to be discriminated against because of your white skin. It is the imposition of bias, government bias against you because you're white. President Obama had undertaken this campaign for the last eight years. And it was he and his injustice department that sparked and gave rise to this resentful, hateful movement that has got new life courtesy again of the American left wing. When we were united and said, it doesn't matter what color your skin is, you're going to get justice. Well, then here comes Eric Holder says, screw that. I don't prosecute black people. I'm letting the Black Panther Party off the hook. And that's how he operated his entire tenure as the so-called attorney general. And Loretta Lynch wasn't any better. And then we saw the left getting away with breaking the law, whether it be at the border, whether it be in meetings on the tarmac, private meetings that weren't prosecuted, left-wingers getting away, a Hillary Clinton putting national security at risk, getting away with it. And people started saying, wait a minute, there's no justice. There's no justice. Why do I have to obey the law and the rules when Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama or the Attorney General Eric Holder or Loretta Lynch don't have to? When the Black Panthers get to run rampant? When Antifa and Occupy Wall Street get to run rampant? Nobody's prosecuted. Nobody's arrested. They get to vandalize. They get to burn crap down. Nobody's arrested. And it gave rise to the hate groups that we now see on the the white supremacist side because they were able to whisper in people's ears hey look look at all those colored people over there look at what they're doing man they're they're making sure the law punishes you because you're white ta-da new racial tensions in america (laughs) at the heart of it people in government not obeying the law. I'll be back in a minute. It's your Radio Republic. Be heard. 888-900-3393. This is the Chris Salcedo Show. Part of Generation Blaze. On the Blaze Radio Network. Show. That was the number, and Scott in Massachusetts, I've got two minutes, buddy, but they are all yours. The floor is yours. What's on your mind? Well, thank you, Chris. Thanks again. I speak with you. Just a couple comments on uh, the obvious recent events. Let's remember the re- the re- main result of this, a uh, cause of this, uh, excuse me, is the because of the great divider, as you call them, uh, the resident in chief the past eight years. All he did is divide the country, and we're seeing the, you reap what you sow. Secondly, 
I'm very concerned. Will it ever end in Trump's first term? Because in my opinion, he's going to be a two-term president, God willing. Will it end? Is it, or is it going to get worse? Are we really going to be looking at every day, the lunatic left media beating him down, clinging on every word he says? Why does he say this? Why does he say that? It's disturbing. Now, he said there were good people there on both sides, and he got a lot of heat for that. And I actually agree with him, and I'll tell you why. In no way do I agree with the far right, uh, racism, KKK. Absolutely not. Equally as much disturbing as the far left, which is disgusting as well. But remember, what we saw in this, uh, what we learned from what happened in Charlottesville is what we saw on TV. Remember, the news is in business for one reason, ratings and money. If it bleeds, it leads. If it burns, it earns. So they weren't going to show you maybe the peaceful protesters on the right side. Well, you heard, just- I don't know when you tuned in today, Scott, but we had one of them on the program. One of the guys who went there. I'm coming in late and I apologize. Yeah. Well, go, go back and listen to the podcast. His name was Lee. Here's a guy that says, look, I had a multiracial group, blacks, Hispanics, Asians. We went there and we just, we didn't think it's a good idea to rip down uh, historical monuments. We don't think it's a good idea. We oppose it. And uh, they got caught between these, these hate groups, the white supremacists and Antifa and black lives matter. And, well, listen to the interview, man. I hope I hope it's uh, instructional. I got to get going. They got the music playing, man. Thank you for calling as always. All right, that's it for the Salcedo show today, folks. It's uh, it's been a real slice, as they say. Uh, and remember, a society's worth is not measured by how much power is seized by its government, but rather how much power is reserved for we the people. See you tomorrow, folks. Eight 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 nine hundred thirty three ninety three. The Chris Salcedo Show. On the Blaze Radio Network.